Welcome to CSN The Network Podcast. This is your host, Kayvon Cutler, with my amazing co-host, Dre Nazari on Malik Hampton. How are y'all doing this evening? Doing good, man. Another week to pod, another week to talk sports, another week with my family, man. How y'all? Y'all know me, blessed and highly favored, blessed and highly favored, great day to pod, great day to be here, all that, all that. Got back in the gym today, so feeling good. <clears throat> How you feeling, brother? Uh, likewise, you know, better now that I'm talking to you too. You know, I had a clean sweep in football this past weekend, man. Got the dub in all three of my fantasy leagues. Alabama won, my Niners won. So we good money, man. I, I, I swept the whole weekend, man. So I'm glad, I'm thankful. I'm ready to pod, man. With that being said, let's get into it, man. Let's get into it first. We got NCAA football uh, with their win in the Red River rivalry against Texas, where where they won 34 to 30. Does this make Oklahoma the favorite to win the Big 12? I'd say so. They don't really got no other teams over there making no noise. Texas was the big dog. Texas had the big win of the year. Texas looked like they had took another step. Um, so, yeah, I would say it, it, as long as they don't slip up, they should be. They might have to see Texas again, I think. I think that's how the Big 12 works. I think the top two teams play in this, the conference championship, so they might have to play again. But, um, yeah, I think it would make them the favorites right now. Would they beat Texas again? I don't know. But for right now, after that win, yes. They got to be the favorites because there's nobody outside of them in Texas in the Big 12 that's really making noise. Yeah, man. And I, I you know, I share those exact same sentiments. Uh, Malik, we talked about this opening the season, you know, coming into college football season in reference to Coach Venable and how he'd have that defense looking over there at Oklahoma, man. And man, I would say, I'm not going to lie to you, Leak. He's like a year early. Than what I anticipated, like I was expecting to see this much of a difference next year, not this year. So the fact that, I mean, I could tell, you know, just by watching the game on Saturday, you know, it just had a different aura to it. Of course, you know, it's a robbery game, so of course it's going to be tougher. But just the way Oklahoma was be, uh, able to stream stops together on defense, y'all know that's that's very, that's, that's, that's not what Oklahoma has been about the past, you know, decade as far as college foot is concerned. Um, they've been a high-powered offense with the quarterbacks that they had come through the program, but their downfall has been them not being able to stop anybody. So, you know, I like the uh, scoring power that they have on offense, and I love their defense, man. I love the stops that they were able to pull together, you know, because Texas, that's a that's a high-powered offensive team as well. So, um, you know, for them to hold them like they were and come back and win in the last minute like they did, that was that was just so tough. Um, you know, shout out to Oklahoma, man. That was a that was a big win. You know, I know Dakota, the homie, he's an Oklahoma fan, so that's that was big for them, man. But but yeah, I got them being the favorites now in the Big Twelve. I don't I don't see them uh losing to anybody. So and to piggyback off what you just said, Malik, there are no there's no divisions in the Big Twelve. So the teams that finish with the higher winning percentage, that is who plays in the conference championship, uh, by the way. So it's looking like they are gonna have to line it up against Texas. So I'm that's going to be another banger. 
I don't know if they'll be able to beat them again, but just staying in the moment off this most recent win, I got them being the favorites to win the Big 12, man. The only thing, like, the only, like, I don't really got no pushback because they definitely played better than what I thought they did defensively. But I do think that, like, for some reason, whatever, I think Quinn Ewers had some jitters or something coming out because, like, if you really paid attention to it, like they first couple drives, Oklahoma was stopping them. But at one point in that game, Brad, Quinn Ewers was like 25 of his last, like 27. He started like really dotting them up. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's why I don't know if they'll be able to beat them again, just because I know what atmosphere that Red River rivalry is, man. Like, you know, uh, I think they play that. Sh- I think they play that shit in Dallas, Texas, for real, for real. Um, so yeah, I, I just like I said, I do like how they're they looking defensively. Um, but to be honest with you, K, that defense is gonna look even better, bro. Like next year is gonna look next year is really, really going to look like a Venables defense, in my opinion, man. Um I just didn't like how they let Ewers start cooking there for a second. That's not saying Ewers is like chopped liver or nothing, you know what I'm saying? Because he did end up I think losing on the game with a fumble, you know. Um, but yeah, that that was the only only little discrepancy I had uh, because I do think that like we we was talking about it before the game. I know you picked them for the upset, but we was having a little discussion with the homies, and I told them they were saying like you know uh, Oklahoma don't play no defense, but they were unaware that Venables was their coach now. And I was telling them, I'm like, yo, like, I got Texas. I picked Texas this week. I'm like, bro, but if you think they about to come out there and just let Texas, you know, bomb them up and down the field, that's not about to happen, bro. That's not what Venables is about, bro. He going to get some stops today. It's just the fact that they could score. And to be another another thing before we move on, I didn't know Dylan Gabriel didn't play in the game last year. I thought he did play because he was at Oklahoma last year. But he didn't play in the Red River rivalry. Um, so – Texas smacked Oklahoma in it last year, and I just thought Dylan Gabriel happened to be. I thought that was his fall off game, bro, for real, for real, because they started off like four or five in their last year as well. And I thought that was just a fall off game, but he didn't, in fact, play in that game last year. Um, so I was a little uninformed there, but that was a good upset pick, though, for sure. Man, appreciate it, Bub. And, you know, to piggyback off what you just stated, shout out to Dylan Gabriel, excuse me. Uh, bro had 285 passing yards and one tutty. But what I'm more impressed with, because I'd be remiss if we didn't mention this, bro led the team in rushing. He had 14 carries for 113, one tutty. So he was balling. I mean, you could see it like, you know, watching it live, but I didn't know he had over 100 yards rushing um, until I checked the box score after the game. So that's that's tough, man. So shout out to Dylan and the coach, man, leading the charge yeah, for Oklahoma. He's getting out in open field, man. Word. Hey, hey, and this ain't no staying on the topic. What you think about Bruh's arm? I heard Skip Bayless say that he got a bigger arm than Tua, and I can't tell, bruh. Like, he throw weird, too, to me, like, if you ask me, bruh. Like, it looked like he putting a lot of effort in a lot of them throws. He getting them there, you know what I'm saying? But it don't look like the, the – I don't know, man. It don't look the prettiest or the most, like – dark looking throws either you know what i'm saying but they get there though you know i just yeah. lefty quarterbacks is weird i just wanted to know what you thought about about that going 
strictly off the eye test, of course. Um, I always, always thought that Tua had a bigger arm, and this not me being biased because in college, you remember Lake, he was hitting a lot of bombs. Like, all right, yeah, we got smacked by uh Clemson in the Natty, but y'all remember that bomb he threw right after he threw that pick the first drive, he came back the next drive and threw a bomb to Jerry Judy in the Natty. You know what I mean? That's Made it right over the safety. Uh, same thing in the uh, in the Natty the year before when we won it all. I mean, I know that's not the longest throw. You know what I'm saying? It's just a 40 yard nine route. You know what I mean? But when he hit Devontae, you dig. So I've seen several throws from Tour in college. I'm just just solely going off college, like what he looked like in college in reference to Tour. I don't I don't see him having a bigger arm than Tour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Son's straight I, though. You feel me? He but, is. <laughs> he but is big arm, sure. like big arm talent. I I don't know if I if I would, you know, put that on him. And you know, of course not to sound like a hater because we just showed bro mad love. But you know Skip's an Oklahoma fan too. That's bro. a fact. So. So he might have just been throwing gas on that. But once I finally got to really watch him play, because I didn't get to see him play at UCF. Um, and I just seen highlights of the games beginning of last year. I didn't keep up with Oklahoma. So finally getting to really lock in on him. I didn't see that. But he is a gamer, though. But he can play. For sure. He from Hawaii, too, fun fact. Oh, wow. I was Listen, I was going to say this. His picture, he looked he look a certain way. But I on think the he field, the, I'm not for sure, but on I think the he field, went to the same high school as Tua, too. Dre, on the field, he looked real light-skinned. Am I lying, Lee? Am I lying like nah, I don't do. look light-skinned out there? But if you look at he his do. picture, you might think, you know what I'm saying? You might think his name is like Adam or something. You feel me? But <laughs> but nah. He, okay. <laughs> yeah, they all they all from Hawaii, bro. And they all looked up to Mariota, bro. I was like reading some story about him. Like before the game and whatnot, man. That's tough, man. Dag, Mariota, I thought he was going to be crazy in the league. Any coaching now? Did. Nah, Mariota's still in the league. He uh he one of the backups for uh Philly. Philly, oh. right? Yeah, he's an Eagles, yeah. Oh, whoops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he on his way out though. Yeah, yeah. Uh. I I probably thought he was coaching because I think he was part of that Netflix special, right? Yeah, he was the quarterback joint, and that's yeah. funny you said that, Dre, because I was gonna make a joke about that, bro. Like <laughs> he got mad on there because he got benched. Like he thought he should have got his spot back, but like the reason why he got benched is hilarious, man. Like <laughs> they was leading the division, could have won the division last year. He just started stinking it up. Let's just put it that way, man. <laughs> Yeah, but he ain't got he ain't starting no more, Dre. It's over for that. Yeah, it's over. He only gonna get in if somebody get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on. Okay, Alabama defeated Texas AM twenty six to twenty on Saturday afternoon. What key points did you all take away from the game? So first and foremost, man, shout out to Jalen Milrow, who had career highs in passing yards, passing touchdowns, and completions. You know, just to give y'all the full stat line, he went 21 for 33 for 321 and three tuds and one interception. Now, what I took away from the game is everyone knows, you know, our defense is, is stout. I mean, that's that's bar none, right? But this is the best our defense, and Malik can agree, you know, because we've had conversations on the side regarding this. Our defense has looked the best it's looked in the past, like, three, four years. Kid y'all not. 
it's looked the best it's looked in the past three to four years. I say that because it's arguable. It's debatable in reference to the team that we had back then because that's when we won the Natty with Mack and them. But I like this defense, you know what I mean, as opposed to, you know, uh, who we had back then on that national championship squad when Smitty won the uh, Heisman League. Uh, but the key takeaways that I took from this was I wanted to see how a game would go Drizzy and Malik where we couldn't really run the ball. I'm not going to lie to y'all, you know, uh, they got a great front seven, you know, shout out to Texas A&M, you know, I know I was popping cash, you know, prior to the game, you know, it's all, it's all respect in the SEC. Bro, they got studs on that defense and I'm not interrupting you, but they got studs on that front seven, bro, for real, for real. Word, yeah, that's why I say I ain't want to front on them, you dig? Um, and just come off like I'm just some biased fan regarding the robbery, because uh, they, like, he, like bro just said, you know, the defense is legit and they showed that on Saturday, you know, Jace McClellan, you know, our, our, our leading back, our running back, he only had 12 carries for 45 yards. And then our other running back, Roy Dale Williams, he only had – he had six carries for nine yards. And then y'all know – y'all know Jalen Miro is a very athletic, you know, electric quarterback, especially when he uses his legs. Bro had eight carries for ne negative 31 yards. So we really had to win this game passing the ball, and that was one of my fears, I'm not going to lie to y'all, was how we would look if we were – you know, super dependent on the pass. And it's not that we were, you dig. Uh, we were still able to run the ball a little bit and mix and match run play action. But some of the passes that he threw, like the the deep ball that he hit Isaiah Bond on, the deep ball that he hit um, Jermaine Burton on, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a touchdown, but it was like a 50-yard play, 50-yard pass play. He's super accurate when it comes to his deep ball. And he's getting better with being accurate with his intermediate passes. So, um, you know, I'm just – so glad and happy for the kid. You know, I know he went through a little adversity, you know, with uh, sitting out that game that we played against uh, USF. But, man, I'm, uh, I'm I'm proud of bro, and I'm happy. You know, again, shout out to the defense. I'm not trying to downplay what they did at all, holding them to 20 points. But A&M was missing their starting quarterback. So I expected, you know, I expected the defense to hold it down in the manner in which they did. It was the offense that I was looking forward to. And Jalen just like he has been doing over these past three weeks. He just can, continues to just steadily get better. I feel like Malik, he could really just continue to just improve and really just hone in on that intermediate pass game. Because like I said, I see it now. I see like they were, you know, I looked up his 247, you know, what his strengths were, what his weaknesses were. That was one of his strengths was his deep ball. He got a strong arm. He, you know, he got good size, super athletic. It's those intermediate throws, you know, can you, can you settle down with your footwork, you know what I mean, twist those hips, you know, point that toe to that throw, can you make it? And on Saturday, he was hitting the necessary throw. So uh, I, I like, uh, you know, I like the promise that we showed going forward, for sure. Um, The only really takeaways I got is just, you know, Milrose getting better. But like I said that, you know, they might as well have just stuck with him. You know, I don't think Milrose that bad. Yes, of course, when you're that athletic, you know, built that way, you know what I'm saying? They ain't played too much quarterback at that level yet. You know, you're going to have some some growing pains. But I think that's all bro going through. He just need more reps and reps, you know what I'm saying? You can tell he worked on his game, and that's all you can really want. And he is the best option for y'all. Um other than that, the only other thing that I've seen um, was just that the defense. Uh, I'm going to be real with you. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all got studs on defense. Um, 
And to start the year, maybe it was just probably just because the complimentary football wasn't correct, you know what I'm saying, um, as far as the offense and y'all trying to figure out what y'all want to do. Um, I expected more to start the season. I expected what we saw yesterday. I expected that, like, from jump, like, you know what I'm saying? So seeing it yesterday, uh, just divulging another conversation, you know, I'll be talking ball with the the homies all the time. That's why I told him, I'm like, yo, like, I know a lot of people, you know, um, hype on certain teams that's undefeated, O-State, you know what I'm saying, uh, Washington, USC, all them. I'm like, yo, but quiet is kept. Bama's really, like, fine-tuning what they're doing down there, you know what I'm saying? And if that defense come ready to play passionately like they are and like they have been, you know what I'm saying, I think – with Milrow just getting better and working on his game, bro, I think I think Bama's gonna be there at the end for real, for real. That's just my opinion, though. I talk, man. I appreciate that, man. Real talk. You know, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I was throwing stuff when Jalen threw that interception. Um, at the beginning of the third quarter, I'm not gonna lie. I was spazzing in the crib, and then Caleb Downs turned right around. Literally, a couple plays later, got an interception right back. I was I was highly upset, bro. Cause it was just like we not I'm Malik I'm not used to us not executing at a high level, you feel me? So when I see certain hey. certain mistakes, certain blunders, it's frustrating, Leek. It's frustrating, bro. So I know what you mean, bro. I know you do. Hey, I told you which McCallie. Um, I told you Stearns was gonna be a stud, bro. He only getting better, man. Bro, once all I needed to see was his. It's certain people you can watch on film, bro. That just pop. And just know how to play the safety position, bro. And I ain't gonna lie to you, Jamal Adams was one of those people. He won like the last people I really seen do it. Like you know what I'm saying, like consistently. You know, uh, y'all turned him into a corner, but you know Terry and Arnold play safety in uh, high school, bro. Got you. I, I was not. I was not aware of that. That makes sense. Terry, Terry Arnold was a dog at safety, bro. I was gonna give him a shout out too, but he played safety as well. Um, but yeah, Caleb Stern's film was just so it was so polished, bro, to be that young. You know what I'm saying? Not in college yet. So to see him really starting to make plays and stuff, man, like it's only it's only good news for y'all. Everybody else got to deal with him for two more years, for real. No, that's a fact. If you got a if you got a solid safety back there, you can do a lot on defense, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. You can you can mask a lot. And y'all forget my brother, man. He said Caleb Stearns. I know he meant Caleb Downs, though. Caleb Downs, that's what I mean. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm I know so you're sorry. good. You're good. Caleb Downs. Just making sure our listeners staying on point, man. But yeah, man. Roll Tide. Shout out to the, you know, shout out to the guys. You know, we beat AM. Thank God. Um, you know, so we got got that up on now. But but yeah, that's Caleb all we Stern got. Play for the Cowboys. I mean for the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. What you got next for us, Drizzy? My bad, I was muted. Leak, we moving on to Florida. Uh, they uh, beat Vanderbilt uh, this weekend. Do you have any key takeaways uh, from that game? Uh, I have zero key takeaways from that game. Um, my stance is the same, just like my Rams team. We're a young, scrappy team. It's going to be mistakes week in and week out just because we're young, you know, um, but I'm just liking to see the young dudes out there making plays, going through their growing pains, because that ain't going to be nothing but good for us in the future. Um, but right now, I ain't got no update, Drizzy. 
you know, still trying to figure it out over there. Word, moving on. Who y'all like for the Heisman? I'm gonna go out on a limb and say See the easy thing is to say Caleb Williams, I ain't gonna lie, or Michael Penix, but I'm pretty sure they gotta play each other. Uh I'm gonna just go ahead and say Caleb. Caleb might take it again, man. I don't I don't really know who's gonna take it. I know they've been talking about Bo Nix, um, Phoenix. Jaden Daniels, because he's been putting up crazy numbers. <laughs> but I'd, I'd probably say Caleb's still my favorite right now. I don't really got another favorite outside of that. I'm going to say Michael Penix from Washington. It'd be good to see, you know, another brother get that trophy. I think he, uh, right now, you know, I wanted us to start, you know, because we six games in, Malik. You know what I mean? So we slowly but surely getting to that halfway point of the college football season. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. You know what I mean? Start the talks now on our platform. You know, no other no other sports platform has talked about this. You know, they just been really just talking about uh, Caleb Williams. You dig? So I got Michael Penix. You are right. They do. They are going to have to line it up. But uh, I do like how um, Michael Penix is looking and the numbers he's put up so far, you know what I mean, being the top, one of the top quarterbacks in the nation before, as far as uh, passing yards and passing TDs, you know what I mean? He's already at this point, he's already passed where he was last year. Um, and he had over 30 passing touchdowns last year, so I can only imagine, you know, what he's going to finish out with. So, see, I'm going with Michael Penix, though, for sure. Where, where, where we shall see, we shall see before we get out uh, of college football. Uh, quick predictions uh, for this week's games. Um, first up, we got Oregon and Washington, number eight versus number seven. I'm taking Washington, Lee. Home team, I'm taking Washington, man. Who you got? Oh shit! I'm just muted. My fault. Um, who's the home? Washington's the home team. Yeah, give me uh, give me Washington. I got Washington. Yeah, stay at home. I got Washington. I got them getting enough stops, having enough firepower to, to get that dub. Number twenty-five, Miami versus number twelve, North Carolina. I'm going to go out on a limb here. This is probably super unpopular, but I'm going to say uh, Miami bounces back because, man, I mean, I, I hate to, you know, throw, throw a salt on, on, a, on a wound, but they shouldn't have lost that game the other night, Malik. That was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, that was crazy. Bro, any other coach would have got fired for that dumb shit, bro. That's a fact. Um, they paying so, him too much money. And thankfully, you know, that's somebody that's, you know, kind of from there. I mean, he went to school there. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, he got real ties to the university. So, uh, you know, I'm looking looking at that as a bounce-back game for Miami. Now, it's not going to be an easy task, but I got Miami uh, on the upset, though. What you got, brother? Um, 
I do not. Um, to be honest with you, um, I don't like Miami's doing some good things, bro. But I don't like how uh, I don't like how I don't like how they run their offense, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, I know they like to pitch it around a lot, and I know that's gonna be one of them games they try to do that. But I think they're a little better team if they go a little bit more balanced. And it's on the road. Um, so I'm gonna take UNC, man. I ain't taking no I ain't taking Miami. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take I'm gonna take UNC, man. Drake May, I think they dot him up, get the win. But I do think Miami will have a better showing this week. But yeah. I don't I don't know if they, they got the mental or the team mentality. You know, to to really pull off the upset, especially on the road. We'll see, though. Number eighteen UCLA versus number fifteen Oregon State. I'm taking Oregon State, man. I've been picking Oregon State. You know, what I mean, picked them last week. They keep holding it down for me. I'm rolling, man. I'm rolling with the Beavers, man. Give me Oregon State. Word. You know what? I'm taking Oregon State too. Hey, um, I watched UCLA play play last week versus Washington State. Washington State very well could have won that game, um, but they didn't try to run the ball at all. Uh, and I think that will be a different story for Oregon State. Um, UCLA has a freshman quarterback, even though he is good. I, I'm taking I'm taking Oregon State too. Cool, cool, cool. We shall see. Uh, moving on, we're going right into the NFL. Um, after his Thursday night performance, where the Bears dominated the Commanders forty to twenty, do you build around Justin Field or do you trade him? It's a great question, man. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you go ahead first, Lee. Um, the Bears have the one, or the Bears have like two top five picks. Right? You know, based on their their record, you know what they can do. So they got options. They can they can make moves. Um, it's hard for me to say give up on a black man. I'm gonna be real with y'all. You know, uh, but if you feel like you can get a better quarterback, consistent quarterback, and I don't know if Chicago knows what that is because they haven't had good quarterback play in. Years, man, years, years and years, you know. So I don't even know if they know what that looks like or if they would even know how to select the best quarterback coming out of the draft. I mean, out of the draft this year, you know. Um, but you got so much draft capital, man. I mean, you you can you can do it and and not have a problem with it, man. You know what I'm saying? You can do it and still be in the same position you're in right now, you know. Uh you ain't got to worry about paying or tagging the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? You can make more roster rules while he on his rookie contract. Uh, it makes sense to go ahead and try a new one. And I know we're supposed to be talking about Justin Fields' play, but that was one game, you know. Um, well, I mean, you can get him two games. He played good two weeks in a row. I ain't going to do the homie like that. He definitely did. He played enough. He did enough to win the game before that too. But for the most part, I think Justin Fields um, – He's a dynamic talent, man. I think you just kind of got to see how the year rides out for real, for real. You know, like 
try to win your games, really put your best foot forward, you know. But if if y'all end up where y'all end up, then you, that, I think the answer will answer itself. That's what I got for y'all. It's going to answer itself. However the season turns out, they got enough draft capital, you know what I'm saying, enough cash space to make some moves and all that. So, yeah, I, I think you just – think you just got to let it play out, Drizzy. Once the end of the season gets here, we'll know if, if Justin Fields should still be the quarterback of the Bears. But like I said, we don't know the Bears to be a good organization to be able to really select that quarterback of the future, man, because they've had countless opportunities to do so, and they failed every step of the way. Um, you know, I ain't going to turn the podcast up crazy, you know what I'm saying, but we got the little joke that you know it might have been some something racial going on in the front office of the uh the bears man because you know like bro they had opportunities to pick some quarterbacks and up until justin fields they was passing on some studs man i ain't gonna lie to y'all they was passing on studs and it, it just it looked funny in the light but then they got fields so the joke really died down um but yeah man i i think you just gotta wait and see wait and see Dre. By the end of the season, they'll know the 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 record will tell you what you need to do with Justin Fields. That's my opinion. So I'm a firm believer in teams. You know, my Niners. We showed a great example, and I know we're we're going to bring them up here in a little bit, but we showed a great example regarding um, how to build your team, right? And that's. That's just not strategic in building your team, continuing to draft quarterbacks, right? Now, if they can, let's play hypothetics here, right, Lee? Andre, let's say, you know, Justin Fields in the season, you know what I mean? 3,000-some passing yards, uh, you know, 20-plus tuds, um, you know, over 500 rushing yards, you dig? Uh, that's that's formidable. You dig? Uh, that's formidable, Um I feel like with more weapons, with a better line, I feel like he could do even more. So let's play hypothetics. Bro just mentioned how they got two very high draft picks. Let's say you use one of those picks and get Marvin Harrison Jr. Now you got DJ Moore and Marvin Harrison Jr. And you may potentially have a, a great lineman, O-lineman, or you could pick up a key piece for you on the defensive side. Now we rolling. Now you got you know a super athletic, dual-threat quarterback, with two crazy wide receivers, man, and Marvin Harrison Jr. and uh, DJ Moore. Oh, my gosh. You know, uh, with Herbert at running back. I do like Khalil. So, um, you know, I'm all for them continuing to build around him. Uh, I'm not trying to be a prisoner of the moment. But with some of these quarterbacks, y'all, you know, we got to make sure we give them time and add context. A lot of these quarterbacks are being drafted in the bad situations, you know, where they kind of got to put the team on, the, on their back. And you know, propel them to being a successful franchise. That's not that's just not how football works. Dre knows that. Malik knows that. Malik knows that. I mean, that's that's just not fair. You got to give people time to a build teams and for you know quarterbacks to develop. But you know, for him to develop, you got to assess him with the proper weapons. You know what I mean? Um, you know, excuse me. You got to bless him with the proper weapons. So you know, they may not do what I just stated, what I just mentioned. But I feel like if they could use that draft capital and really add some pieces to build this team, then they can do something, man. Because if not, you're going to be right back at square one, okay? You use one of those picks to draft, what, a quarterback, and then, what, the other one on the lineman or another, you know, great defensive prospect, then what? 
y'all not going to be good next year because y'all not going to pull in free agents. Ain't nobody going to Chicago unless y'all throw in the bag. Y'all threw DJ Moore the bag. I mean, excuse me, y'all traded for DJ Moore. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't, he ain't Money changes everything. I'm going to be real with you. It does. It does. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Money they changes had, everything. They did have a higher salary cap last year, but bro, I just, come on, bro. You not, you not going to Chicago if you was a top athlete that was a free agent. You not going, I'm not going, and Dre not going. That's just, we, we all know. It's key lit. It but is city wise because of questionable quarterback play, bro. For real, for real, more than the cities and anything, you know. I think it's more just like the organization problem. Like, and this is what you're talking about. They do need to help him with pieces. I think, bro. I think for real, for real, you can you can mask the pieces. I think they gotta get him a line, bro. They gotta get him more of a line, bro. And. I'm gonna shoot some bail to I'm gonna shoot bail both ways, bro. Why I just can't be on the side of Justin Fields might have it, or in, instead of like he might not, you know, um, because coming into this year, like these last two games have been good, but coming into this year, bro, the reason we are having these questions, bro, is because it didn't look like Fields got better, bro. You know, based on what we've seen in the preseason and them looked all potent and whatnot. Once the real whistle got blown. He converted back to he converted to something we hadn't even seen, bro. He ain't even showed that stuff his rookie year. You know, he's missing he was missing mad passes the first like four weeks, first three weeks, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then to come back and had this these two games uh just shows you where his potential is, you know what I'm saying? And without having so many weapons, what numbers he can go out there and and put up and have you in the NFL game. So I mean, I see it both ways for sure. Uh that's why I said you just gotta See how the season goes, man. If the season is truly a dumpster fire, man, you might need to reset it. But there's also there's also a couple quarterbacks coming out that you don't got to worry about, in my opinion, if they know how to read defenses or distribute the ball. You know what I'm saying? That's what they do. You know, uh, and I know Justin Fields did that in college, but it's a little different when you're coming out of the Ohio State system, as we all know. You know what I'm saying? That's been a knock on their quarterbacks for years. So I see it both ways. We, And I ain't disagreeing with you or nothing, Kay. I just, you know, I just think that they got to see it. Man, I think the season really going to tell them everything they need to know. Uh, word is bomb. Real quick, I did want to add, you know, he's second in the league in pass touchdowns and third in rushing yards for QBs, too. So, you mm-hmm. know, just wanted to throw that out there for our listeners. What but you we got? Can, we can, we got to, like you said, we got to add context to everything. That got boosted up from these last two yeah, games. Yeah, these last two games, for sure, yeah. Let's yep. be real, yeah. Yeah. You know, but like I said, that shows you what type of firepower he got, that he could just have two games like that and ascend himself to the top of the stats, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, So, I mean, it, it really goes both ways, bro. No cap. Next, we got uh, the 49ers. Whoop the Cowboys uh this week in the, the game of the week on Sunday. Uh 42 to 10. Uh what does this say about the Niners at this point of the season? Man, I ain't gonna lie to you, Lee. You know, uh, you know, I normally keep it humble just personally, which is how I am as a person. But I feel like this got us looking like the best team in the league right now, you know, through the first five weeks. Uh, we beat them in all three phases. You know, and I uh, granted, you know, I, I don't feel like uh, the Cowboys have really played anyone that's that's too serious. 
you dig? I know they lost to the Cardinals. Um, and I know they played a division rival in that first week in the Giants, but the Giants don't have that many weapons. So this was really, you know, uh, a testament to see what we looked like, you know, not really measuring up against them per se, but I just wanted to see what we looked like. And man, you know, for Kittle to have the game that he did, which was unexpected, of course, um, I was expecting either Ayuk or Debo to have that type of, you know, output in regards to the, you know, receiving touchdowns. But man, everywhere else, Fred Warner showed up. He showed that the, the lights are not too bright for him, you know, leading the team uh, in, in tackles, having a sack, having an interception, having a forced fumble, having a tackle for loss. I mean, he had a perfect game. Uh, shout out Fred Warner. Uh, Bosa had a half a sack. We just really showed that we really got star power on multiple sides of the ball, uh, on every level of the field, um, you know, on every line from the D-line to our linebackers, to our safeties, to our corners, um, offensively. You know, um, Brock Purdy looked amazing. He looked efficient. You know, one of the things I'll admit this on our platform on air, one of the things that I was kind of feeling some type of way about was, you know, how Brock Purdy last year got hurt. If y'all go back and watch the replay of that particular play where he got hurt, Brandon Ayuk was open. He just didn't anticipate the throw. He didn't anticipate Brandon Ayuk being open. But if y'all go back and look, if he would have anticipated the throw, he might not have got hurt. So it's it's. You know, I'm, I'm guessing here, but I presume Kyle really, you know, uh, sat down with Brock and that's something they really worked on because, hey, Malik, now, hey, receiver putting his foot in the ground before he even get to that spot, the ball is out, Lee, before he even break. So now his anticipation is at an all-time high. Uh, so he's getting the ball out quick. Uh, man, we had, I want to say this was in the fourth quarter or late in the third. Uh, you know, he had a deep ball, deep corner route that he threw to Juwan Jennings. That uh, if that was Jimmy Malik, he would have threw the quick slant to Debo. He wouldn't have even have tried that deeper ball. Um, so you know, I'm just glad that again that we have someone that's accurate, that's efficient, that's taking care of the ball, um, that's not scared to take chances, and uh, it's showing. You know, we've scored 30, 30 straight uh, now, eight straight games. You know, I know we're five games in, but it's dating back to last season, last regular season. But you know, we got five straight games where we scored thirty plus. You know, five and zero. Oh. Uh, it's, it's really great to see, man. I'm so happy that we beat Dallas because y'all both know how Cowboys fans are. So I'm glad we don't have to hear a word from them. Lake, I still haven't hit Coney up. You dig? I still have Coney hasn't said nothing to me, though. You know, but to his credit, he ain't said nothing last week. You dig? So I ain't going to be too hard on Coney. You know, we love you, boy. You know what I'm saying? But that's one of the biggest Dallas Cowboys fans I know. My cousins, Cowboys fans, nut. Haven't heard nothing. Haven't heard from none of y'all. Won't hear from none of y'all either. You know what I'm saying? Regarding football. And I don't want to, you know what I mean? But after what we just did to y'all. So um, shout out to my Niners, man. You know, we just got to continue to stack the wins. Quick fun fact, I will be in Cleveland this upcoming weekend to catch my Niners in person against the Browns. So I'm looking forward to that. Definitely going to be uh, excited to talk about that with y'all next week when we when we come back to record. But, but yeah, man, I think, uh, you know, to answer the question, I know that was kind of long-winded. But, I mean, that's my squad. But to bring it all full circle, I think that that – propelled us to looking like the best team in the league right now through the first five weeks. But what you think though, league city? Um, I agree. You know, I'm in the same division. Um, I've seen my team win the Super Bowl in recent years. Uh, I know what, I know what good football looks like. I know what, you know, championship teams look like. And I must say, that the 49ers do look like head and shoulders the best team in the league. 
uh, barring any injuries. Uh, I can't see them not making the Super Bowl. You know, I know it's still early. You know, we still got a lot of games to play. But uh, I share the same sentiment, man. Uh, I expected a, a way different game. So much so, like, it's so crazy. Like, hearing you say, like, you ain't expect Kittle to go off. Like, I told my homie to take Kittle touchdown. Like, I told him. I'm like, yo, Kittle's scoring tonight. You know what I'm saying? Him and McCaffrey. So, that both cash, bro. I had a ticket in that was so fire for y'all's game, bro. Um, but I took y'all under 24 and a half total points as a team. And the only reason why I did that is because I had to score, like, I thought y'all was going to rock them, like, 24 to 10, you know what I'm saying, 24-7, something like that. I thought y'all was going to handle them, but I did not think Dallas was just going. And I'm not saying that, that they just let y'all, but I didn't think that it was going to look like that, you know what I'm saying? Uh I expected a way more physical uh, back-and-forth game, at least defensively more than anything, you know. And y'all just dominated, you know, start to finish. Um, to be honest with you, that's that's really all I got on it, bro. Like, the Niners do look like the best team. You know, I still hope we clip them. I hope Seattle clip them, you know, uh, just division division uh division talk right here but you know um I can't I can't lie and say the Niners don't look like the best team and I can't lie and say Brock Purdy ain't answer questions that people didn't had about him of course you know people are in different situations I know a lot of people are like well what is he gonna do if they down you know what I'm saying what's he gonna do if he gotta bring them back and all this like tight game and everything it's like I understand what you're saying but football don't work that way you know what I'm saying? You can't just anticipate something bad happening because when you got a team as good as the Niners and when everybody locked in on one accord, you know what I'm saying, you can really go out there and dominate. You know, you can really go out there and do your part and it look like what we look what we saw the other night. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it, it, it just showed that the, the Niners are probably the best team in the league right now. I can admit that as a Rams fan for sure. Speaking of Rams, with the return of Cooper Cup, do you feel like the Rams can make a run now? Um, I feel like we can make a run just because we got offensive firepower. A run as let me just be specific. Run as in we can make a run at the wild a wild card spot. Uh, if we can knock off a few wins, um, I think we dropped a couple that we could have won here in the last few weeks. Um. Not the Niners game, but just speaking on like, you know, Bengals and um the Eagles we just played. Um, but I think with Cooper Cup coming, I think our offense is gonna still be potent. I think we're finding something. Uh for us it's just about getting a pass rush and that'll hurt us um when it comes to like bigger football games. Uh, but I think we can make a run at the wild card. I know that's what they're trying to do. I know they they scrapping their ass off week and week, so that's all I can ask for as a fan, for real, for real, because y'all know what my expectations was coming into the season. So, yeah, I think we can. Will we? I don't know, but I still continue to like how we playing because we fight very week. I will add this quick tidbit, man. You know, y'all's next four games, including this week, Malik, is the Cardinals, the Steelers, the Cowboys, and the Packers. All winnable games. So... You know, all winnable game. Like I said, we got to run off a few. 
if we we let a couple slip away, but if we can run it off, I, I like us to to push for a wild card spot. I don't know if we'll get it or not, but I like us to be competing for that right there at the end. Or just bond. What we got next? That's all we have for the NFL. Unless you guys have anything you would like to add. Uh, no, just just telling all the Cowboys fans. You know, I'm glad y'all got to y'all got to see what you know what people tried to tell y'all. You know, Cowboy fans are outrageous, and Man, I got between I gotta say and yeah. the Commanders fans, I'm like y'all both suck. So why are, why are y'all? <laughs> Listen, we only want to Loso is the worst fan in the world, man. Shout out to Loso. He gonna make an excuse for the commanders every time, man. But the Cowboys, I just want to say, you know, um, I don't think their season's over or dead or anything, but I'm glad that they got to be humbled. Uh, And you hate to say you told, we told y'all so, you know, Sandri, but, you know, it's like this every year. Cowboys get hype about something every year. Every year. They be, they be leaning on that hope. Like, they yeah, got hope. Yeah, they got, they got more hope than anybody. Let's, <laughs> let's be real. Wait, I ain't gonna watch. What the Bible say, faith of a mustard seed, they got that. They Anything got that they can sure. grab onto, they gonna definitely they hold gonna grab on onto. It. And you know what, I, I'm, I'm gonna be real. I was, I was entertaining it because of how good the defense looked. But then once you step back and realize who they played, like y'all did that to the Jets, the Giants, you know what I'm saying? It's like y'all ain't played nobody for real. So seeing the I had the Niners beating them handedly, but I ain't had the Niners like putting them in the headlock like they did. Man. Yeah, they whooped them. I'm it's glad not... we got to see that though. Rest in peace, Dre. He's a Cowboys fan. I'm sorry, brother, but they suck. Yeah, sorry, brother Dre, man. I that was a tough one to watch. <laughs> That was a tough one. Uh, moving on to the the NBA really quick. Just wanted to let you guys know that the preseason started. Um, and you know we'll have our first game, uh, NBA game in the within the next two weeks. So again, one of the most exciting times of the year where you got football, you got basketball, and the NBA college uh starting closely after. Um, both men's and women's, and we still got WNBA going on, which I'll touch on here in a second. Kay, what you got? Man, yeah, I just wanted to add that, you know, the season starts exactly two weeks from today. On Tuesday, October 24th, we're going to have uh, my Lakers versus the Nuggets and then the Suns versus the Warriors. Uh, that is a couple of things that I wanted to touch on real quick. Um, last night, there was a very – Great matchup between two great bigs that I feel like, uh, excuse me, two great youngins that I feel like are going to be great bigs uh, going forward in the future. Um, you know, with Victor Rimbiana and uh, Chet Holmgren, both of them both had 20 plus last night. I'm really excited to see what Chet looked like. I've been on, I've been watching Chet Dream Malik since he was in high school. Um, so I've been been waiting for him to, uh, waiting for him to come. So I'm uh, definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Um but, but yeah, man, also with the Warriors, you know, I'm not going to front, um, you know, because that's what we played in our first preseason game was the Lakers and the Warriors. I'm not going to front, man. CP3 looked good out there, man. You know what I mean? He looked good with how, you know, uh, he was running the offense. Um, it looks like him, excuse me, Clay and Steph going to be able to get a lot of easy looks off of CP3. Um, Kaminga as well. So, 
You know, that's one of those teams. I feel like uh, the Warriors, one of those sleeper teams that people are forgetting about in the West that you still got to be mindful of. Uh, I'm still picking us as the favorite. low-key stacked, for real. Yo, I ain't know they have Lincoln G. I ain't know they have Rudy Gay on the roster. Yo. Yeah, they low-key stacked. Like, I mean, they a little older. Yeah. So it's like not as like. I'm going to be real with y'all. I don't, I'm I'm on the opposite side of y'all when it comes to the Warriors. Oh, you think I, you I think know what I know sure. how cut so, Steph is now. If Steph on that court, I know they got a shot to win. But I ain't really, you know, what I'm saying like I ain't that hyped about the other roster. I'm gonna only tell you why. One, Clay ain't the same defender he used to be. You know what I'm saying? He kind of ain't the same player he used to be. You know what I'm saying? He can still get you some buckets. Don't get me wrong. Um, and two, CP3 always get hurt playoff time, bro. CP3 ain't played a full playoffs in years, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I just don't know what it's going to look like when it comes that time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? CP3, don't he's never there when playoffs show up. He's He always gets hurt, bro. He always gets hurt. So, I that's the only reason why I said I'm on the opposite side of Warriors. Now, I do think they're going to be a good team, make a run, playoffs and all that. But I just don't know. They might be a first-round exit again, man. I mean, I know they made it past the Kings, but the Kings probably should have beat them first round last year. You know? Kings definitely would have uh, beat them if they had more playoff experience. They definitely, you know, beat them yeah, last year. the Kings probably should have got them up out of there round one. So, um, I just gotta see it to believe it. K, I ain't gonna lie, I gotta see what it looked like come playoff time because I know CP three gonna be hurt when they need him the most. <laughs> I know CP three gonna be hurt, so I gotta see what it looked like then for real, for real. Word. And I'm gonna give another uh before we get off the NBA. My homeboy HP listening right now, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to tell y'all, you know, don't be like him and don't, you know, be running around sending me Ben Simmons highlights and telling me what Ben Simmons going to do this year. We got to see it to believe it, man. That's all I'm going to say on that, man. This is six off seasons in a row. They didn't told us Ben Simmons is back. We got to see it, man. We got to see it. Man, that man is stealing money. He's, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he got the ski mask on playing, man. <laughs> Swiper is swiping. Um, moving on though, like I mentioned, the WNBA is on. We're in the finals uh series. <clears throat> um, and like I told y'all, the Aces took care of business game one, beating the Liberty 99 to 82, which they had four, their big four all scored uh, double digits. Uh, you had Jackie Young with 26. Aja Wilson had 19. Chelsea Gray had 20. And then Kelsey Plum had 26 also. So they balled. Um, I didn't get to catch the game. That was out of town. But, you know, just looking at highlights, they did what they do, play defense, made it tough for the Liberty to score. Um, Brianna Stewart, she did her thing. She, she still had 20-plus. I think she had 21, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, yeah, uh, Liberty going to have to figure something out and figure it out fast. That's a convincing win. 17 <laughs> yeah. points game one, that's, that don't give you too much confidence. Man. No, that's a fact, but I still – I still got I'm still, faith. You know, I picked the Liberty, but yeah, Dream might be right on this one. I ain't think. I thought it hearing that game one score might have. You know, I I might got a little less faith in my pick, man. I thought it was a little a little tighter than that, man. Hopefully, they can bounce back game two and show us something. Listen, they have to. They have to. They have to. Is it seven games in the WNBA finals? It's five. 
five games. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. so they really got to get to it. You're right. <laughs> exactly why I said they have to. Yes. Right. No if fans of bus. It's be real nice if we could split. Because if you don't. So how they do it, Dre? Do they do home, 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 and then the, mm-hmm. the team so, that got the home court get the last game? I think, yeah, I think it's 2-2-1. Two, 2-2-1, two, one. Two, two, one, okay, got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they better they better try to steal one, man. They they better, man. Do I have to? You don't want to go. You don't want to go back up top. You know what I mean? To New York down down o two. O two, you gotta win too. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of pressure right there. Where this bond? So that's uh that's all I got though, brother. Hey, man, Link, you got anything you want to add, brother? Anything you want to address or state? Address your state, man. Um, only thing I want to address, man, just a little public service announcement. Uh, and we touched on this last week. I ain't talked too much, too, too deep about it. You know what I'm saying? But what y'all doing to the kids with youth sports in the Canal Valley is terrible. You know what I'm saying? It's absolutely terrible. We don't got the same chemical valley leagues no more. You know what I'm saying? We got teams merging over the city. It ain't never been like that. You know what I'm saying? We got leagues trying to keep people out of, out of you know what I'm saying, they leagues so they can't play, man. I'm going to just let y'all know y'all parents look pitiful, dog. It's what why we got to do. Y'all, what... That's why y'all kids be trash. Hold on, Dre. Let me, let me get this out. That's why y'all kids be trash. And that's why y'all – that's why they, they, they get away from sports later in life, man, because it was all about you, the parents wanting to live through your kid, and your kid wasn't that good, and you wasn't that good. You know what I'm saying? So y'all got to stop trying to live through your kids, man, and teach them to have some perseverance. You know what I'm saying? Teach them what hard work and dedication is. Teach them uh, what it's like to, you know, have companionship, you know what I'm saying, and and know what it's like to be a teammate and, and meet other people and mingle with other kids and stuff, man. Y'all are putting – so much divisive stuff in these kids so early, man. Like, and I just hate to see that for the youth back in the city. So that's the only PSA I had, man. So if any parents hear this, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking to you directly. If you have anything to do with why the Chemical Valley Football League is not intact anymore, anything to do why teams are pulling out of leagues and all that, you know what I'm saying? You are directly the problem. And your kid ain't going to never do nothing in life because you sitting in there enabling them. And that's how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? If anybody got a problem with it, they can message me, whatever they need to do, and I'm going to give you the same game, man. Y'all's kids ain't going to be shit because the parents ain't shit, and that's just what it is, man. Excuse my language, but I don't like seeing the kids not having what we had growing up, bruh. You know what I'm saying? That, that shit really makes me mad, man, for real, for real. And this this is what I gotta add to that. And I I agree with you, but this is what we have to do as the next generation. We gotta go take our youth sports back. We gotta go get in those boardrooms. We gotta go get, you know, be those people on the board, on the committee, all of that stuff. Because right now, obviously we got the the wrong people in the room when i went back i went when i was home a couple of weeks ago i went to uh a, a youth football game right midget league what we call it and you still see the same people coaching that was coaching when we was kids right and you see spots of young people right but nah we need to go take that joint over 
and actually give people the game back. And I'll say this as uh, an accountability metric for those of us who do know the game and who were good at the game. We got to stop running from or letting these weirdos take over our space you feel what I'm saying because even for me I I got out of coaching because I'm like people weird man like it's not about the kids it's it's about them and it's like yeah. it's not the kids fault though so we got to change our way of thinking and make it make it about the kids and, and take take the sports back over because obviously we got the people who didn't was on the JV squad Running the leagues, you know what I'm leagues, saying. Man, so yeah. we gotta go take that, take that joint back, take the city back. And I'm kind of tapped in with like what the league, like the infrastructures of the league. So I have more info on that too. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as like what people can really do, as far as like you know making the leagues get back intact. But I will say at the same time, it's some nasty people behind running these leagues right now, Dre, and. It's all about they get some type of like I don't get it because it's still kids involved, like you said, it ain't the kids' fault, but like some of these people like they get a rush for like having some type of power, you know what I'm saying, and be able to pull some type of strings. And I just don't like that, man. Like you said, it's those people that wasn't good at sports, you know what I'm saying? J V guys, you know what I'm saying, wanted they just want to gatekeep stuff, man, and it's hurting the youth. Like you said, it's not the youth's fault. It's the it's the older people's fault. We do got to figure out how to – that's one of my goals, man, for real, for real. I'm going to start coaching one day, you know, whether I'm back in the chuck or not. But if I ever, ever end up back in the chuck, man, I promise you I'm coaching, man. We bringing Doc's Generals back, man. I've been telling – I'm reacting like Doc. this. Y'all can't see me. I'm reacting like this because Malik can vouch. I've been telling Malik to coach for the past six – years for the past six years yeah. for the past six years this is why i made sure i got my brother on some type of platform so y'all could hear the knowledge so but uh, i'm not gonna lie to y'all you know i am you know i'm about to uh be in position to really impact some things you know regarding my city as far as youth sports you know i know we both we all talked about it on the side so you know i ain't gonna do too much lip you dig but just know you know change is coming uh you know and i definitely want to be a part of that you know it's a blessing for sure. Uh, it's crazy. Malik and I was talking about it. It's crazy how life comes full circle, but we'll talk more about that next time, though, you know. Uh, but I'm with y'all 100%. You dig? But it's it, change is coming, though. They're putting the right people in position to help bring about that change. So we're going to do it for sure. You know, shout out to uh, SC. I love to hear that, man. You dig? But, uh, I love to hear that. You know. My Paul created Doc's Generals, bro. You know what that feel like? To that's, not see Doc's generals down there in North no more, bro. Like, hey, I'm I'm I manage the uh, North Charleston Rec Center, man. You you can still see Malik and Coney and some of the other homies in the picture in here still, Dree, in the trophy case. They still got them in here. Still got the jerseys, the helmet. So it's definitely a lot of history, you know, within these halls. Uh, you know, on that field that's out back. Uh, it's unfortunate that they had to change the team name, but hey, you know, hopefully we could bring it back one day. But um, you know, without further ado, man, you know we we always appreciate the love. You know, uh, please continue to like, subscribe, share, and view the content. Um, it's your boy K. I'm with Leak the God and Drizzy, and we out, man. Peace and blessings. We out. <laughs>